Hello, 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 and welcome to uh, the OCP, the original Copycats podcast. We're back for another main episode today. Instead of <laughs> okay, instead of one of the series, uh, what would you do if, or one of the other ones? It depends when you're listening, I suppose. Um, what's that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Alright then. It wasn't me. Of, was, was it you? It was my phone. Was it you? No, let me just. Oh, it was my phone. It's just I'm, eat. I'm, oh no, I got a text as well. Oh no, my just eat was fifteen minutes ago, so it was yours. Alright, it was mine. Sorry, everyone, unprofessional. Um, so today we are. Yesterday. Do you mind? I can hear that. <laughs> today we are going to be doing, as per the Instagram vote. Um, thank you, everyone, for that. Moral dilemmas. Woo! Um, it, the choice was moral dilemmas or urban legends, and you guys smashed it out of the park with the poll that we put up and said, "Mate, we want some." Ur- no, we don't want urban legends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I we want some. Uh, yeah, Josh is distracting me there. We want some moral dilemmas, and we are here to give you exactly what you want. But before that. I think it's time. Uh, you thinking it's dangerous. I think it's uh, it's about time we did another anus segment. I don't know yeah, about you. It's been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. All right, well, cue the music. Is that how that theme song I think that was the old one. Is that, I don't even know that was one, to be honest. I'm quite... <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I just did a bit of... <laughs> All right, here we go. So, for today's anus, uh, do, do you want to go first? Or? I can do... I can. Yeah, the shitty meat sandwiches. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go for that. Okay, so, we've got... A good one. Hit man with nothing to declare had fifty-five tortoises in his pants. <laughs> he had nothing to declare. Um, oh, now this this one here, Alex, is going to get you there. Oh, you're actually this is the first time Alex has seen it from my perspective of my part of the anus segment. Yes, because I'm actually seeing the stories as uh, as you're reading them. Yeah. They are here, so you can see the amount of effort I put in. Just to clarify, this is how much effort I put in. Oh, okay? Scrolling. So no, what I did was I I opened up another tab and then I just clicked on this one, and then boom, is it? <laughs> makes your makes your work look like. I just spent like an hour <laughs> trying to find an anus story. Mine's easy. Mine is shit. Mine is easy. Okay, so. Rooms with broken air conditioners. Guess what, Alex? They're hot. They're hot. <laughs> they are hot. Well, you can't fault them there. You can't. Hippo eats dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but it is. <laughs> Being bullied? Just act less gay, advise teachers. <laughs> if, I, if I'd have only known that 15 years ago. I know. Act less gay, mate. Homeless man is under house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. Here's the one that kind of ties into the last episode, the the, uh, the What Would You Do If series. Warning, this man wanks into the mash at Carveries. Oh, God. I told you, you you made a slight 
reference to him behind the curtains we obviously talked for about an hour after finishing the podcast and uh, I, I found thought this I one. recognized it yeah but I wasn't sure if you'd said it on an episode or not no I, I said it on our little behind the curtains talk afterwards right okay and uh, I said you said oh I didn't know that I don't know I didn't know they got that in the news I don't, because you were insinuating you were the guy that wanks into mashed potatoes at Carvery's and I was like well this guy doesn't look too far off you he does yeah, he looks nothing like me. No disrespect to the person I'm about to mention, but he kind of looks like Ben. <laughs> We're not on about um, Ben from I Could Murder a no, Podcast. No. <laughs> no You're good, lovely. Good old... I'd, I'd happily eat your mash wank. Oh. oh. <laughs> mash wank. Mash wank. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh dear! Oh, what's this one? Patient Zero Friends says she had a weirdly sore throat for a few weeks in 2013. How is that funny? I don't know. Just saw it. Just reading words. Um, is there any other good ones? Okay, uh, there's the image of the dildo one. You can see these oh, yeah. for the first Zombie-eyed time. Zombie-eyed woman dressed as pig in swimsuit busted for DUI. Yeah. What? <laughs> Driving under the influence. Yeah, I know what it means. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, you're a fucking psycho. Um, Shamed by you, English. Fuck's <laughs> sake. This is my segment. You just picked it. Oh, you're. Oh, look, bubbles. That's my screensaver. <laughs> oh, shit. Cow, cow urine mixed for juicy lemons. When oh. life gives you cow urine. When life gives you lemons. Ding. When cow urine gives you lemons. Okay, alright. I think this is my part of anus done. Mine's nice, quick, and sweet, and like the lemons. Yeah. <laughs> nice and juicy. <laughs> okay, well, my story is also quite um, short and sweet. Um, 37 year old man wakes up thinking he's 17 and still in high school after losing 20 years of his memories. Oh. Oh. Exactly. Oh. That's that's the noise I made. This can't be I, a podcast I don't, of just sexual memories. <laughs> what is this? What is this turning into? Um, Tell us more, please. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, this guy woke up. I, I think his name was Daniel. Um, Daniel! Yeah, uh, he woke up one day and he literally had no memory of the last 20 odd years oh, what I'd give so first thing he thought was it could have been four <laughs> first thing he, he thought much like anyone else would think is where the fuck am I yeah um, he thought that he was kidnapped mm. right basically alright <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to show my um, involvement I'm trying to ad-lib here man oh sorry 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 Karen, so, Karen. Yeah, he thought he was... Look um, me in the eyes when you tell these stories. He thought he was kidnapped. Yeah. And... You don't, you, you don't say. Yeah, I do. Say. Say. <laughs> so, yeah, he um, he wandered around this house that was of no memory to him at all. Yeah. And he came across his wife. His wife. Who obviously, he didn't know it was his wife. No. And he was like, who the fuck are you? Some random woman thought that she was the one that had kidnapped him. Yeah. Um, until he, she explained to him that he was a 37-year-old man. Then he man. shagged her. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, he went in front of a mirror 
to have a look at himself and he kept exclaiming that he couldn't work out why he was so old and fat <laughs> and I was like oh dear that, that's quite sad actually um, and the one of the worst things about it was that he was forced to quit his job because he was a trained professional uh, hearing expert yeah which obviously he'd gone to like courses and University stuff, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. to learn about this stuff Ooh, okay. and he's got no memory of it so he couldn't do his job bastard yeah, well, that's no. fucking shit and if I'd done that I would have been four which meant I didn't have any driving knowledge which means I would also have to quit my job this isn't about you Josh well, I can make it about me because it's more relatable he's a hearing doctor <laughs> so the, basically, the doctors have diagnosed that he was suffering with something called transient global amnesia. Oh, yeah. Which is a sudden temporary dis, uh, interruption of short-term memory. Okay. Uh, they don't exactly know what triggered this no. in Daniel. Um, Daniel. <laughs> but they suspect that it was a side effect of emotional stress. Oh, shit. Um, and unfortunately, this isn't a happy ending. Um, because there was only one more paragraph written and in it it said since then Daniel has started suffering from seizures oh god yeah I thought to be fair it could have been since then Daniel's realised that his life is not going to be what it was once and he killed himself yeah it could be that could have been that he might have died from a seizure to be fair is he still alive I don't know the the article doesn't say look him up on Facebook I don't know his second name oh come on news of the world (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's that's my story. Oh well, thank it's you not, for not making it short and sweet. Um, happy, but that yeah, was, I thought we'd shorten anus a little bit. That was already ten times better than the last two stories you've done. I can't remember the last two stories exactly. I've done. I'll remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Daniel, for your commitment and dedication to the cause. What? He didn't exactly volunteer he to get lost amnesia. His memory, so he is the f- focus point. Of this heinous story. Heinous. <laughs> <laughs> this heinous story. So thank you, Daniel, for your commitment to the cause. Yes. Ow. Thank you to IT Trending, the website. I got it off. Thank you, IT Trending. Right. That's Left. my laptop closed. I am done for this. <laughs> that was an expensive line. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so let's go to the main focus of today's episode, which is, like Alex said, picked by you lovely people as to be moral dilemmas. (laughs) (laughs) We have got in front of us 25 moral dilemmas. You may not hear all 25 moral dilemmas, but we have got 25 moral dilemmas in front of us. I suggest we do a handful and then potentially... Five? Yeah. I could probably fit all 25 of these in my hand. So, what's your definition of a handful? Josh has three apples in one hand and 25 moral dilemmas in the other. How much does Susan make on her annual wages? What is the value of X? So, I'm thinking we do like a a handful, a small handful. What's a small handful? Five, mate. All right? Five? Five. This is going to be the hour episode. Five moral dilemmas. Okay. And if they take any longer than an hour, 
then then we're good with five. We're good, but if they take less than an hour, we I'm do thinking more. we could do it for like a second part. If the people really so want to see this, this is going to make up five episodes of moral dilemmas potentially. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm always thinking, mate. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take charge on this. I'm gonna okay, be the yeah, reader. You go for it, mate. Because okay. I don't think you've ever really. I haven't taken really charge. done this role before. I'm normally the essentially the, the, bitch. the magnet. No, I'm oh. the magnet that draws in all the attention because you're a boring fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what all the women have said to me. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. So I'm gonna read. Where's your mum? I'm gonna. <sighs> You're within arm's reach of me now, boy. <laughs> so was she. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, you just witnessed assault. <laughs> this is an audio-based podcast. You heard the thump. You... <laughs> Ramp that up. In, in, oh, no, Josh. <laughs> Stop beating me. Ugh. What are you doing? It's sexual. <laughs> oh, why is it, it turning sexual every time? <laughs> no. We can't be taking these twists. Oh. Okay, it's definitely going to be an hour. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. So I'm going to be portraying the host role in this in this podcast. <laughs> and with that comes... I'm going to be asking you these questions, but I will also answer them myself after you have answered them. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. 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 Right, here we go. I, so. would, I would read it in that voice the whole time, but I can already tell my voice is going to get destroyed. So, this one's called The Trapped Mining Crew, which what? earlier on I rushed to read out, and I said it was The Trapped Mining Cow. <laughs> which would have made for a better moral it dilemma. It was utterly wrong. It was, oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Sorry, I was just milking that joke. Uh, We have not pre-read these, by the way. There's only one that's been pre-read, and that was just to give Alex an idea of what these moral dilemmas were. So the fact that I just said that we'd re-read the... And I said the cow. That was just me reading out the title to Alex earlier, and I fucked it up. So here we go. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready! You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. Don't do that again. Sorry. Go back to being really like well scripted and shit. <laughs> How dare you come out of your shell, you bastard! That right. was quite a good impression, actually. Well, I knew who you were doing, but it just terrified me. I I was there, literally about to read the first the first part. You're like, ah! <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh god! Right, you ready? Yep. You're actually ready. I'm, I'm Are you going to do the scream again? Don't no, make a sexual noise. We've had enough sexual I'm noises not, in the podcast. Okay. Okay. Right. So Heather is part of a four-person mining expedition. There is a cave-in, and the four of them are trapped in the mine. A rock has crushed the legs of one of her crew members. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, I'm going to add a bit of a twist to the story. And he... Oh, shit. And he will die without medical... Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's established radio contact with the rescue team and learned it will be 36 hours before the first drill can reach the space she is trapped in. She is able to calculate that this space has just enough oxygen for three people to survive for 36 hours. But definitely not... I can see where this is going already. But Mm. definitely not enough for four people. The only way to survive 
uh, to save sorry the other crew members is to refuse medical aid to the. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. This is dreadful. Oh my gosh. It's to refuse medical aid to the injured crew member so that there will be just enough oxygen for the rest of the crew to survive, should Heather allow the injured crew member to die in order to save the lives of the remaining crew members. You know when, like, you injure an insect? Yes. And it's Are like, you referring to this man as an insect? Yeah, he's beneath me. So, <laughs> like, Technically, one he's of a his... minor. <laughs> he is <beneath>. So. <clears throat> Go on, would you let him die? Basically, He's you know bug. when you injure an insect and it's like got a leg missing or whatever and it's crawling around and you're like, oh, fuck. No, it's an ant. Oh, sorry, I've got compassion. Yeah. So basically I throw the rock on this guy and kill him. What do you mean throw that's... the rock on it? How big? You've I'm seen henchmate. yourself, right? Exactly. You would be the skinniest I was questioning of... why I was old and fat. <laughs> <laughs> now would... what I'm saying, right, is if you injure an insect you feel bad and you want to put it out of its misery because it's just going to suffer yeah there's no way an insect that's got like half of its body missing or whatever is going to regenerate that but we're not talking about and an insect we're no talking we're about talking about a human, a human man, right or but woman you know remember just get it over and done with that's what i'm saying but how, what's the repercussions of when when you're removed from that mine are you done for man fresh for air <laughs> yeah you get fresh air and they'll be like well he would have died naturally, slowly and painfully, and you would have had no... Like, there would have been any but punishment for you, but you've just killed him. You, you could, have you killed could say, him. yeah, but there was a cave-in, and the rock fell on his leg and his face. But you've got two other witnesses. Or do I? <laughs> there was a cave-in. Oh, they, they all... They, they we all. all talk, hang on, those, those guys are about ten feet away from the cave-in. Ah, it's a mystery. <laughs> I dragged them for some reason. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's how I would see it. I would be worried about more about the repercussions. Would that count as some sort of manslaughter or murder charge? Because you've, in your way, you've killed that person unless you let them die naturally. But then yeah. they may not die naturally in the time on, given before the crew comes in. On a more serious note, I don't think I'd have it in me to take a life. No. So letting somebody die is basically the same to me like if i can help in some way and i don't that's just as bad as murdering or like whatever in my opinion i see been talking i've been thinking about a really stupid solution that was just funny what eat the person no if you if you hook everybody up into like a human centipede kind of style oh god one person sucks in the air farts it out so technically (laughs) The oxygen's only going. Where's Martin when you need him? The centipede. No, centipede no, hamster. The guinea pig centipede, fuck, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying, if you sew mouth to arse on all four of them, then one person's breathing in the oxygen, the other one's breathing in the, like, the gas of the ass. Jesus Christ. But you're all then breathing the one flow of oxygen. It's and, like... And then the other three are going to die, and the one at the front is going to live. With three dead humans attached to their arsehole. <laughs> Average Saturday night for me. <laughs> I don't put it past you, actually. Yeah. I'm going to ignore that. Um, <coughs> on on a, a more serious note, I yeah, like I said, I don't think I could just let that guy die. Because that would just haunt you for the rest of your life. So you're all going to die? All for one, mate. One for all. 
So you're Huzzah. All, you're all <laughs> I don't know what else goes with that. <laughs> There's four of you. So that, isn't that the three musketeers? Plus thing? D'Artagnan. That's, that's the fourth, fourth mus- I don't musketeer. Care. I don't oh, care. We're talking okay. about a person dying under a rock here. <laughs> Are you going to just let them live and you're all going to suffocate? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, you could wait and there might be a rescue. Yeah. In before the 36 hours, maybe. I don't know, hang on. He's saying that it learned it will be 36 hours before the first drill can reach. Yeah, but it might not be, so... It, yeah, it could be less. I think it all depends on who I'm trapped with. That is a very good factor, I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Because if it's... If it was... Oh, this is a pretty shit thing, but this is probably the difficult, most difficult decision. If you were trapped under the rock, and it was me, Kelsey, and Isabel in the cave, unfortunately, mate, I'm killing you. Um, oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's a sacrifice you're going to have to make, mate. You'll get, you'll find someone else. <laughs> I would be dead as well. <laughs> so I think it all depends on who's in the cave with us or with me. Hmm. You're not. No, because I'm dead. If it was three strangers, I would probably find it easier to make the decision to maybe dislodge some more rocks on top of his head instead of being the one that's like, what? Oh, sorry, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. So I think I'm going to assume it's three random people. And yes, I would more than likely, I'd find it very difficult, but I'd probably take the. Yeah, because you wouldn't go on a mining expedition with just your mates, would you, generally? Well, yeah. Probably. We we went for a lovely long walk for no reason other than to find us like a diving board on a cliff. We never found it, but. It's like a hiking. Yeah, no, but what I'm I'm saying, like an expedition, usually is like like-minded people. So if one person of the group likes mining more than the others, he's probably going to go with someone that likes mining, isn't he, or she? Um, we're not sexist here on the OCP. No, just burped again. Fuck's sake! <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Yeah, but what if you'd previously been on an expedition, you found? three like-minded people and you've become friends so now that situation's turned from you're not making this easy for no, me no this is mate it's a moral <laughs> dilemma <laughs> this is a crew so they, you know they're part of a crew they've established some sort of relationship with each other they're a crew okay well you've had my answer okay yes I'd, I'd kill them so <laughs> dead be gone cretin right you ready for number two I'm we've um... come to so, so... <laughs> ow <laughs> the runaway trolley a runaway trolley is heading down the tracks toward five workmen who will be killed if the trolley proceeds on its present course. Okay, I can't do that for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really good at the beginning. <laughs> My throat's just gone. sounded all right. I'll try again, but I, you might. Like, is there a drink <laughs> to hand? Some... I mean, I drunk mine. I don't want your water. Water tastes like ass. Especially from the taps. Right, you ready? I'm going to go again. You might have to finish the podcast if I fuck my voice up. <clears throat> Molly is on a footbridge over the tracks, in between the approaching trolley and the five... What, what do you mean by trolley? Do they mean like the, the hand-pumped trolley? Because I'm thinking of like a shopping cart. Yes. Yeah, so and I was like, if this is going to kill five workmen, <laughs> this is dreadful. Loaded with beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, um, sometimes they call train carts trolleys. That's what I was thinking. Sorry, I've just got to lubricate my throat up for the rest of this, this voice. <laughs> I hope it sounds good on the recording as it does. Yeah, it sounds fine. Right, what did I get up to? In between the approaching trolley and the five oh, yeah. workmen. I'll just start again. 
Molly is on a footbridge over the tracks, in between the pr- approaching trolley and the five workmen. Next to her on this footbridge is a stranger who happens to be very large. <laughs> Sorry, my mouse is in the way, and I was moving the mouse, and I lost track. Um, if she does nothing, the trolley will proceed, causing the deaths of the five workmen. The only way to save the lives of these workmen is to push this stranger off the bridge and onto the tracks below, where his large body will stop the trolley, causing his death. Should Molly push the stranger onto the tracks in order to save the five workmen? Now, this is an interesting one. Um, it's very similar to the train car. Yes, one. Um, one. I think you're probably I know, you familiar know with yeah, it. Yeah, so... Darren Brown did an experiment, I believe, where he actually put people in that situation where they were in control of a train box for a brief period of time and they had to make the decision of killing three workmen or, like, a pedestrian that was on there with a kid or something. And I can't remember the... Obviously, the results were varied, but it's fucked, man. Like, having to make that decision... Yeah, but what they're saying is as well is one of the scenarios I heard was there's one person on one track and there's five on another that are tied up or whatever. Mm. Now, you know that the train is going to hit the one person, but if you leave it, that's not your responsibility. You know, that's happened on its own. But if you flick the switch and change it to the five, you've then made that choice to save the one, but then you've made the choice that the other five die. Yeah. So this is saying that you, from the story, Molly knows these workmen on a personal level. It, it, from its sounds, I might be getting that wrong, but mm-hmm. this stranger obviously means nothing to her. But the stranger being pushed off is that that one. So she knows she sacrificed that one to save the five, but then that that man's died. How big is this person? Fucking huge, mate. From the sounds of it, if it can stop a fucking train, yeah. So how's she pushing him off a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Molly. <laughs> He's like, I mean, I'd, I'd go with that one because I just want to see the effort that she's I would, putting yeah. in. Well, Fuck this guy. If they, they, yeah, well, yeah, you're not wrong. They've made it very clear that, obviously, this is a stranger to Molly. So even though she's going to feel some guilt, and again, it'd probably go down the murder charge because she's made the decision to push him in front of the train. Only if they can prove that. It depends on... The train's just driving, and it's like <laughs> see a guy falling from the sky. Like, ah, oh, who was that? <laughs> so, oh, I gotta let you answer first because I'm the okay. I'm the so, host. this guy, this big, huge guy, yeah, uh, he is. He's coming home. From, he's just visited his name. He's coming home. Not anymore, please. <laughs> For the last time. Um... Yeah, he's just visited his nan. She's uh, she's ill, and why are you making up a story for this he's, guy? He's coming home, right? And on his way, he spots a homeless guy. Oh, this is a different story. Okay. Sorry, I asked you for the answer for this one. And he gives him all of his money. He's a he's a really, he? really really good guy. What a lovely man! And he walks up to this bridge, and he's like, oh, "I should really stop by the orphanage on the way home, <laughs> pay a visit," you know. I love the film Patch Yeah, this, this eight foot tall, like three hundred pound man. Yeah, just go bench press the kids, and just as he reaches the bridge, he chucks some bread off to feed the ducks. Off the bridge, so he's, yeah. he's getting ducks to come onto the train tracks to be slaughtered. It's okay. Maybe, maybe they will stop the train. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, this psycho woman comes running up behind him, going, <laughs> and pushes him. He falls onto the tracks, and he's like, "Oh shit! I've crushed my bread." He he's gets up. The ducks. <laughs> he just landed on the ducks. <laughs> That's who Molly was trying to save. It's not five workmen, it's the ducks. <laughs> yeah, and then he dies. Yeah, okay. So That's what I'd go with. You've chosen for this made-up story, but it involves Molly pushing this man off to his death. Yeah. Oh, I, hate to, I hate to agree with you. I'm not going to agree with the fucking bullshit story you just made up, but I would say yes, pushing the man off to save the five... I would do that too. Okay. No, I think Molly should do that. I'm not saying I would do that. <laughs> Go on, Molly. <laughs> you do you, girl. Um, right. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got to get my voice ready for the for the voice again. Are oh, you going to do that one again? Well, I might as well. Now I've started, don't I? <clears throat> okay. There we go. Bear with me. Bear with me. The deliberate infection. <laughs> the deliberate infection. Do that voice. <laughs> yeah, it takes it. You, <laughs> yeah, you make it like croaky at the back, so it like scratches your throat. <laughs> oh god! Ken is a doctor. One of his patients, whom he has diagnosed as HIV positive, is about to receive a blood transfusion prior to being released from the hospital. He has told Ken, in the confidence of the doctor-patient relationship, that after he gets his transfusion and his medical and from Ken, he intends to infect as many people as possible with HIV starting that evening. Because he's a cunt. What the fuck? So he get yeah. So he's getting his medicine from Ken, and he's going to be like, "Ha ha! Thank you for healing me. But I'm going to go fucking AIDS. I'm going to go and infect, infect everybody with HIV. Then I'm going to take my medicine." Bastard. Yeah, that's a dick move. It's a dick move. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ken is bound by doctor-patient confidentiality, there is no <laughs> confidentiality. There is no legal way to stop this man from carrying out his plan. Even if Ken warned the police, they would not be able to arrest him since his medical information is protected. Not his intentions to spread <laughs> HIV across the world, but his medical... Yes, we can't tell you he's HIV positive, but I can I... tell you he wants to spread it. <laughs> I'm sure they'd have like suspicion. No, don't look it. into it. It's a hype. Okay, okay. it's, 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 it's sorry, a, I'm sorry. God, fuck it. I'm there. Like, make, I'm, I'm there bringing up stories about how it doesn't make sense. You're there just trying to do the same. I'm like, look, shut up. It's not a real story, mate. Shut up. <laughs> right. It occurs to Ken that he can contaminate his medication by putting an untraceable poison in it that will kill him before he gets a chance to infect others. Ricin. What? Ricin. Rat poison. Uh, excuse me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that voice takes it out of me, man. Should, Literally. It does, yeah. Should Ken poison this man in order to prevent him from spreading HIV? Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that sounds as good as I think it does. Um, don't ask me, mate. Right. I don't fucking know. Either pause or keep talking. I need to go get my ice cold drink. <laughs> my throat is on fire right now. Okay, I'll, I'll I can try still and hear you. add a little bit myself. I can still. Sorry about all the noise. Oh dear. <laughs> Do you know? At one point, I thought we were going to be a, a semi-professional podcast. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Hello over there. Hello. 
this is a frozen orange. Well, it was yesterday. It was it's defrosted overnight. Ooh. That's how I do it now. I freeze all my drinks. It's very warm. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm back. Sorry about any any noise that may have created. Oh my god, it's, my throat's killing me. Carry on. Carry on. Oh, lovely. Ah. So, <laughs> um, are we letting him should Ken? What? Are we letting the man spread his HIV? I would say that's entirely up to him. What if? <laughs> what if your future lover was one of his first victims? you will got it. You're goddamn HIV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Nah, I would say. If he's using an untraceable poison, what say. Untraceable. then what's the risk here? Because he's just going to die. Does HIV kill people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you could just say that he died before he could get the treatment. Well, it depends, because I'm trying to remember. So he's about to receive a blood transfusion prior to being released from the hospital. But he has told Ken in the confidence of their relationship that he's that after he gets his transfusion and his medicine from Ken, he intends to infect... So, he's already received his medication and had the blood transfusion. No, he's not yet. No, he's saying that after he receives it, he's going to infect everybody. Yes. So, after he's already ha- taken the medicine... Yeah. So, he's not going to be HIV positive then, is he? Because he's taken the medicine and he's had the blood transfusion. Ah, you're onto something That's there. what I'm thinking. Either there was a mistake in Lies. Way. Yeah. <laughs> He's just fucking with Ken. <laughs> now Ken's got HIV. It was Ken all along. <laughs> Ken! Ken. Yeah, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling Kens. <laughs> Zoinks! Oh, shit. Oh, I can! <laughs> okay, so yeah, he says after. So, yeah, fuck it then. If, if he's already taken the meds, he's not got AIDS. Yeah, so. but let's just say... That's how I think it is. I think this whole story was accidentally put together. It, it, well, that's their fuck up. Move yeah. on to the next one. Um, but I, I do think Ken should kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to do the voice again and fuck my voice up. Yes. Right. <clears throat> like Tom is part of a group of... <laughs> Trying to do it as Shaggy. Tom is part of a group of ecologists. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing. Oh. Thank you. So what's this one called? The Hostage Ecologists. There we go. Ecologists. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to pass the pattern (laughs) over to you right now, brother. You can do this one. How many have we done? Sorry. Um, The Trap Mining Cow. We've done three. (laughs) We've done three. Okay, so you can do number four and I'll write out number five. The Hostage Ecologists. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Go on, try and do it for the whole thing, I tell you. Tom is part of a group of ecologists who live in a remote... (laughs) No, no, keep doing it, keep doing it. Just taking a picture for the Instagram, guys. (laughs) Tom is part of a group of ecologists who live in a remote... (laughs) That's going on the Instagram, there you go. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Carry on. Sorry. Sorry fucking for the key. Sorry for the interruptions. The, yeah, fucking uh, hurts, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I told you. 
the entire <laughs> the entire group, which includes eight children, uh, eight children, <laughs> eight trillion children, <laughs> which includes eight children, has been taken hostage by a group of paramilitary terrorists. One of the oh, is it bad Christ. that I've already forgotten? <laughs> so Would you like me to have a go? No, I'm committing. You commit. Okay, go for it. Okay, right. <clears throat> One of the, no, I can't do it. I've lost it. One of the terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> One of the terrorists takes a liking to Tom. He Ooh. informs Tom that his leader intends to kill him and the rest of the hostages the following morning. <laughs> Try again. Go on. <clears throat> Look how I do it. Look, how, do I do I like squish my face <laughs> up as much as you do? <laughs> he is willing to help. No, you just got a normal face, mate. What's going on? <laughs> I'll do it the way you do it. See if it helps. Right. Well, it's without time and the children escape. I can just do that voice without squishing my throat. God damn. Okay, right. God damn. <clears throat> Go on. <clears throat> he is willing to help. <clears throat> Go on. <laughs> We're going to save so much money on our movie trailer voices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is willing to help Tom and the children escape, but as an act of good faith, he wants Tom to torture and kill one of his fellow hostages whom he does not like. If Tom refuses his offer... All of the hostages, including the children, and Tom will die. If he accepts his offer, then the others will die in the morning. But Tom and the eight children will escape. Should Tom torture and kill one of his fellow hostages in order to escape from the terrorists and save the lives of the eight children? I mean, eight in the grand scheme of things is not a lot. Just let him die, mate. But should Tom torture and kill... <laughs> Find out in part two of the hostage ecologists. Okay. Okay. I mean, I gave up on the voice a little you did. bit there because uh, it was hurting my throat. Yeah, Literally, well, my welcome, Adam's apple was on fire. Welcome to my world. That's <sighs> an orange juice. <laughs> I mean, I was so focused on what voice I was doing there, I didn't read the damn thing. No, I didn't either. So. <laughs> Tom is part of a group of ecologists. <laughs> Who live in a remote stretch of jungle. The entire group, which includes eight children, has been taken hostage by a group of paramilitary terrorists. Sorry, I've got juice in my moustache. <laughs> <laughs> One of the terrorists takes a liking to Tom. Oh, lovely. He informs Tom that his leader intends to kill him and the rest of the hostages that following morning. He is willing to help Tom and the children escape, but as an act of good faith... he. As an act of good faith, hang on. So he wants Tom to torture and kill one of his fellow hostages who he doesn't like. As an act of good faith. Hmm. I don't think that's an act of what, good faith. What do you mean by good faith, mate? Who's Cause... doing the good faith thing? Is it the the guy that's been taken hostage, Tom, or is it the guy that's... Yeah, because he's like, like, already put like his faith in him and told him, <laughs> well, he's, he's going to kill you, mate. Tom, imagine we're thinking of it from Tom's perspective. Yeah, he's like, oh, that guy didn't have to come in here. And tell me that I'm going to be killed and that you can help me. So as an act of good faith to that man who's saving me, I'm going to torture one of my mates. <laughs> that's that what it sounds like. Very little sense. It does, because Tom's like, well, we can all get out. But he's done me a favour there. He's put his neck out on the line. So I'm going to torture Bill 
who I don't really like anyway, going to kill him. I save me and the kids. He's not asking me to do that. An act of good Are they faith. his eight children? No, I think he's a teacher, yeah. isn't he? Oh, he's, uh, he's just a he's, he's just a group. The entire he's group, just a group, which includes eight children. Wait, right, does... so how many other people are there then? Because does he have to torture and kill one of the children? This is fucking terrible. Um, if Tom refuses, all the hostages, including the children, and Tom will die. If he accepts his offer, then the others will die in the morning, but Tom... Oh, so if he accepts the torturing of somebody else, because the group... Let's say there's 20 in the group. Tom and eight of the kids only take up, obviously, nine of those spots of mm-hmm. the group. So there's still 11 that's going to die. Tom's got to torture one of the remaining 11. Yeah. But then everybody else in that eleven dies tomorrow anyway. But Tom and the kids escape. Oh, so Tom's so this now is a lose lose situation then. Yeah, because Tom then comes out with eight kids. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't, I hardly had enough to pay for my own fucking bills, and I've got to pay for eight kids. This is such a bizarre. What if situation? he tortures all eight kids and keeps the the adults? <laughs> <laughs> um, should Tom torture? I mean, he's saving kids, and I believe if if one of them was actually his biological child, I would understand that the decision would be quite easily swayed to be yes. Mm. I know if Isabel was ever held hostage and I had to torture some randomer to save her life, I'd be like, I mean, this is the classic thing, isn't it, where do you save children because they have more life to live than the Yeah, but they're absolutely fucking useless. At the moment... Yeah, but you've got to then spend the next 10 to 15 years. Well, no, because it's not saying he's, he has to fucking raise them. He's just... Well, his whole group, yeah. the entire group, which is, includes eight children, has been taken hostage. Yeah, which so means when he gets released... It's him and eight kids. The entire group's been killed. Yeah, but they release him. They release Tom. Into the wild. But the eight kids... Goes with him. So he's got to raise them. He just takes them back to wherever their parents are. The group that's been held hostage and killed. What if it's a school trip? And it's just teachers. Part of ecologist who yeah. live in a remote stretch of jungle. The oh, entire not group. listening. <laughs> On a school trip. Tom is part of us. <laughs> okay, so I would, I would assume that the child's parents are in that group. In which they have now been killed. Okay, fuck. Um, so I would assume, when I assume I make an ass out of you and me, um, that he has to raise these kids on his own. That's how you spell assume. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why the expression is when you assume you make I an ass was, out of you and me. I thought it was you and I. No. And I was like, hang on, no, that's not right. And then I was like, oh, I assumed that assume was spelt differently. Yeah. And I made an ass out of me. You made an ass out of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. I still don't have a clue what the fuck's going on with this I would one. say let him fucking torture him. All save right. the kids. Cool. They're all going to die anyway. And if he doesn't, they all... LOL. <laughs> it was a prank, bro. You got pwned. I can imagine. He's there torturing the guy. He's crying because it's not something he does. He's ripping off this guy's nails and shit. And the guys are behind the camera like... <laughs> what he doesn't <laughs> tomorrow morning comes round Tom's there still bawling his eyes out red in the face he's like ah oh, you got pranked bro <laughs> nobody's gonna die the guy's in tears like holding his hand <laughs> Tom, Tom's shat himself out of fear ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, get pranked bro <laughs> the guy with no fingernails stands up points at Tom he's like ah get him fuck bitch 
All right, you ready for that? Oh, you didn't answer that one. Yeah, I did. Just killed people. No, now you're speaking from the terrorists. Oh. <laughs> Just like, yeah, like torture a kid or something. Oh. No, he's not torturing a child. Oh. <laughs> he's torturing one of the fellow hostages. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. All right, you ready for the last one? Oh, shit, that was the wrong one. There we go. All right. <clears throat> okay, okay. Which is, it, is this the last one or is there two more? This is five. Sure. Yes. Do you remember when I said we got to here and you was like, three? One, two, three, four, five. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Go back to the structure that we had before. You were fucking dull as shit, but at least you knew the structure of the episodes. Oh, just kidding. Okay, I love you, really. Right. right, you ready? Yeah, are you reading this or am I reading this? I'll do this one. I'll do it in the voice. The life insurance policy. Mary is in a hospital lounge waiting to visit a sick friend. A young man sitting next to Mary explains that his father is very ill. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The doctors believe that he has a week to live at most. That's worded weirdly. That was very weird. (laughs) The doctors believe that he has a week to live at most, at best. He explains further that his father is has a substantial life insurance policy that expires at midnight. If his father dies before midnight, this young man will receive a very large sum of money. I recognize this story. This was on the happy this hour. This was on the... Fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't... looked at each other like, hang on a minute. <laughs> I can't believe I still read that out. Like, <laughs> I said everything... <laughs> In that voice, and I fucked my throat up. <laughs> okay. If his father dies before midnight, the young man will receive a very large sum of money. He says that the money would mean a great deal to him and his family, and that no good will come from his father's living of more than <laughs> what? And that. Like Boris Johnson. Don't go out. Go out. <laughs> Don't go to work. Go to work. Don't go to work. Go to work. And that no good will come from his father's living a few more days. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) After talking with him, Mary can tell this man is in a desperate need of money to feed his family. This man asks Mary to go up to his father's room and smother his father with a pillow. View PDF manual. <laughs> Here's an ad. Sorry, I can help myself. Should Mary kill this man's father in order to get money for the man and his family? What does she get out of it? Yeah, it's it's not a win for her. Yeah. Is it? So well, uh, I can murder somebody so you can get money, and then I carry on with my life as a murder uh, criminal. Yeah, because what if she gets caught, she goes to prison. Exactly. So it's, there's no win for her. She doesn't get any money, does she? No, not in that scenario. No. No, the man just asked Mary to go up to his... Can you go up to the room and just smother my father for me, please? Well, fuck that. No, if I was Mary, I wouldn't be doing it. No, I hate that we've agreed on everything. What? Hello. <laughs> I hate that we've agreed on everything, though. Well, but that they... just shows that we've got good morals. Or at least like-minded morals. I would, I'd say slightly below average morals. <laughs> if you heard the rest of our answers... <laughs> The f- yeah, okay, yeah. First one, 
You know when you like injure an insect, you just kill guys. Yeah, I'd rather kill a man than squish a bug. You sounded like Lozzy then. Did I? Yeah, from uh, Atma podcast. Okay, so should we leave it there? Do you want to suck? <laughs> Do you want to suck? <laughs> I was going to say a dick, but um, I mean, I mean, we could. I can try and do the outro in that voice if you want. So, so at the end of the day, we wouldn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so how many was that? That was five, wasn't it? That was five. So like two... we mentioned multiple times already. It's five. All right. <laughs> how many? How long have we been going for? Just checked. Fifty minutes. About fifty minutes. Uh, should we leave it there, or we... do you want to do one more? Or what? Would you like to do one more? I don't know how much my throat can take. It just Should means... we do one more and bring it up to the hour? Okay. And then... That's good for me. Okay. <clears throat> and then if people want to hear a second part... I'm sorry, you're going to have to... Let us know. You're going to have to take my audio, cut out my like... Because <clears throat> I, I have to clear my throat to do the voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were laughing. Yeah, you can keep that in. Are you ready? Yes. Ah! Was that the alarm on the submarine? That's really ah! that's reliable because the next one's called the submarine crew. Ah! My. Ready! <laughs> oh no! I'm ready. It's gone I'm to ready. shit. Promotion. <laughs> I know what you were referencing to. You're a fucking weirdo. I love how I was just rubbing my face on the fucking <laughs> mic and you were still the weirdo. Right, are you ready? Yep. Are you prepared? Yep. Okay. I'm just making sure. My SpongeBob! <laughs> Is this what it's like to record with me? Yes. This is dreadful. <laughs> right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with it. Stop it. I looked at you and you made a face. Sponge me boy. <laughs> Are you done with Spongebob fucking references? You're 24 years old, dearly. Spongebob. <laughs> no, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. <laughs> what is this? The Spongebob quote podcast now. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the SQP <laughs> SpongeBob Quote Podcast. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful. I don't know. Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Kira. Are we? T- mm. <laughs> oh me! Are we just doing? Ruh 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 ruh. Lost it.
<laughs> you got to cut this all out. This, this, is, this dreadful. is all going in. And what do you mean it's all going in? Hundred percent. Any other voices you want to do? <clears throat> Hello. Um, Yo, hi there. I'm going to blow planet Earth. That's the Martian from. Oh, I used to do a, a good one. One. Be very, very quiet. Alma <laughs> <laughs> Fudd. I'm hunting rabbits. <laughs> what is that? Rabbits. I'm hunting rabbits. <laughs> Big chungus. <laughs> Give me that ass, boy. Mm. <laughs> what is going on? <coughs> I'm, I'm dying. Hello. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Any other voices you want to do? No, I'm ready now. Are you sure? No! <laughs> <laughs> Throw them out there now. I mean, we've we've rounded it up to an hour now, nearly. From fucking just voices. I do voices. I can do a great impression of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robin Williams, you absolute masterpiece. Yes! That was not anything. I don't know what that was. Shall I read this next one out of Stitch? <laughs> the submarine trust. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't guarantee I can do that on a Stitch. Mm, I'm going to read it out. I, I can't, ju- I can't <laughs> tell if you're going to interrupt or not. I'm so not. 100% I will not interrupt now. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I, can't. I promise I will not interrupt. Oh, okay. Okay, so. right. okay, okay. I'm mm. done with voices. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That's it now. (laughs) Mark is a crew person on a research submarine travelling underneath a large iceberg. An unbound explosion has damaged the ship, killing and injuring several crew members. Additionally, it has collapsed and the only access corridor between the upper and lower parts of the ship. The upper... (laughs) Just had to make sure. (sighs) Sorry. Yeah, carry on. Mark is the crew person on a marine research submarine traveling underneath a large iceberg. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> an onboard explosion. How's that? Who's fucking... Somebody's farted. <laughs> a little match. An onboard explosion has damaged the ship, killed and injured several crew members. Additionally, it has collapsed... The only access corridor between the upper and lower parts of the ship. The upper section, where Mark and most of the others are located, does not have enough oxygen remaining for all of them to survive until Mark has reached the surface. Only one remaining crew member is located in the lower section, where there is enough oxygen. That's lucky. (laughs) There is an emergency access hatch between the upper and lower sections of the ship. If released by an emergency switch, it will fall to the deck and allow oxygen to reach the area where Mark and the others are. However, the hatch will crush the crew member below. Since he was knocked unconscious and is lying beneath it, Mark and the rest of the crew are almost out of air, though, and they will die if Mark does not do this. Should Mark release the hatch and crush the crew member below to save himself and the other crew members? This is probably one of the easiest ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Die, bitch. You're unconscious. You're going out peacefully. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know about it. I mean, I, they don't know that he's down there. They don't know that he's unconscious. Oh, no, they do know. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't listening. Because that's the point. If they I didn't was... know he was underneath the hatch, they would have just opened it. 
Oh, doing a five guys. Why you <laughs> just <laughs> let you in behind the curtain once again this episode? Alex is obsessed with five guys. <laughs> <laughs> and their names? Bill, Richard, Stephen, Mark, Anthony, Mary. Mary. Hmm. It's just another Tom. The women all have dicks. So the thing with Five Guys for me is the burgers and the milkshakes. They are. Why has this gone into a Five Guys promotion? They're not paying us. Now, Five Guys, you can fuck off because you're actually really expensive, but you're lush, so love you. Um, Fries are shit, though. (laughs) What are you doing? You're not getting a black card. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I am going to order. I'd say to anyone that's thinking of getting a Five Guys milkshake, right, go for vanilla with a, a bit of salted caramel. Perfection. Give it a mix, though, because it doesn't, like, unless you like a large amount of salted caramel at the end of your milkshake. <clears throat> so, um, this has been Moral Dilemmas. <laughs> um, join us. Join us next time when we'll be doing something completely different, as uh, as usual. Wait, before uh, you say that bit, did you or did you not want to promote the YouTube channel a bit more? No, because <laughs> you mentioned it the other day. So, we are currently on about uh, eight hundred and twenty something downloads, um, and we're thinking. For uh, a thousand downloads, which is our goal by the end of the year, uh, which I think we'll make. Which we're you guys be doing, are fucking by, awesome. Yeah, if we can do that by September, that's mad. Yeah. So when we reach a thousand, we want to do a giveaway for you guys. We want to give um, three of you one of three Amazon vouchers, uh, which we will email to you the link and that, so you can use them. Um, so they'll be for 10, 15, and 20 pounds. So obviously, first place, 20 pounds. Second place, yes, 15. Get, yeah. Um, so, all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The only things you have to do to enter this competition as such is first off, tag us in your Instagram story. Um, just say a nice little thing like, uh, these guys are fucking awesome. That's. I like them better than my nan. The fat one's really Something funny, like... but the ginger one's cringy as fuck. Nice. Or, <laughs> um, or not. Yeah. Um. So, tag us in your Instagram story, and then go over to our YouTube channel on the um, original Copycats Instagram, which is actually tagged in the post, so you can click on that. Go onto the link in its bio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel there. And send us proof of that. And that's what you need to do to enter. And we'll choose three lucky winners. And, uh, yeah, we'll email you when you've won. That's as soon as we it. hit a 1,000 downloads, we will we'll be really going into it. Because, obviously, it's a 1,000 download yes. promotion, isn't it? So exactly. It really kicks off at a 1,000. It's not like get to a 1,000, that's the deadline. Yeah, but we'll, we'll be counting pretty much any show. We're not at a level where we're going to be raking through for days trying to... No, it'd probably be three people, which is perfect. <laughs> Let's work for us. Yeah. Brilliant. But no, thank you to everyone, anyone that's, that has been um, supporting us on the uh, Instagram and stuff, and sharing our things and things and things and things. And things and so things and things. yeah, really appreciate that. 
Um, so next episode we'll be doing something else, as I said. Don't know what yet. Probably a random thing. I've not really thought about it. To it's be a week's time, mate. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think. If you want a part two, do let us know on the Instagrams. We'll be putting a poll up anyway, so just vote for what you want. And look out mate. for the picture of Alex um, trying to do the deep voice because he looks hilarious. I look sexy. I can put that up now. No, don't. Because this, this is coming out after. Um, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Ignore me. So, join us next time on uh, another episode of the OCP. See you later. Bye. Hey, fucking talk to him, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye, I love you. Sorry, I was trying to put up a picture of you. Ordering a five day. <laughs> God. <laughs> Right. See you later. Oh, I love you. Cheers. Hello there. This is Alex here from the world-famous podcast, the original Copycats podcast, or the OCP for short. Now, I know you've heard of us, but I'll tell you who hasn't. Your friends. And the only way that that can happen is if you, yes you, you spread the word and tell your friends about the original Copycats podcast. Go and tell them now. I mean, if you do... It will make you legitimately the coolest person on the entire planet. That's a fact. You can go and look it up right now. There's loads of really, really easy ways of spreading the word. Word of mouth is one of them, obviously. And you could go to your podcast player and just, just, just press the little share button that they got on there. It's not hard. Just... You know, that's, that's a click noise right there. Just click, click the button. And if you don't want to do that, then you can alternatively just leave us a little review. Someone like that, you know, just a few nice words. You don't have to go mental. Just, you know, something simple like, uh, I don't know, the OCP. Wow, what a podcast. Possibly the, no, no, the best podcast in the history of the world with not to mention two of the sexiest men on the planet as hosts uh <clears throat> yeah something, something simple like that just modest you know humble that's what i like good on you 